Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week, we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Here we are. It's Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media if you want to listen live. We are recording live right now, Monday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific. 12 Which is weird. It's 24 hours Eastern. later. Yeah. We usually do it Sundays. Oh, wait, what? Isn't it Sunday? Today is Sunday. Yeah, you said Monday morning. Oh. I think you just I want it to be Monday. Know. You love you love going to work. Let me tell you, I've taken NyQuil already. Oh, have you? Yeah, like, just, like right before we started recording, I just downed a little bit because... It needs to be working by the time we're done with this. I need to go to bed. I'm feeling so gross. I, I know how you feel. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, you know what's so funny? Is I was thinking of it, of um, of doing an impromptu trip to San Francisco next weekend. Right? Oh. Bay Area. Uh-huh. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not 100% whether I'm going to do it or not. Okay. And I don't remember who I was talking to. And I said, oh, he's like, who are you going to go see? There? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go visit Armando in Stanford. And I'll go see Adam Vaught. Maybe I'll see my friend Shane, uh, you know, my friend Naomi. Yeah. And they're like, Mike Lawson? Me? And I go, Seriously? oh, yeah. That's oh, gross. that's right. Mike Lawson. I, for some reason, I don't know why in my head. I guess because you and I talk every week. I was just like, I don't know. I think I, here's what it is. I think you're like. Well, I don't want to bring my recording equipment. And they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, I don't really talk to Mike unless I'm recording it. So that's kind of our relationship. We only talk when we're. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I don't want to drag my the Yeti microphone and stuff all the way up there. No, I don't want to. Well, if you do make it, you should uh, let me know. I'm, next weekend, I don't have anything. So oh, really? It's Memorial Day weekend, right? No. Memorial Day weekend, I think, is the week after. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, I don't have anything. <laughs> What's so funny? I was actually thinking because John Paul, Evil John, is going to be out of town, and John Paul was like, "What do you got going on next weekend?" And I was, "That's actually one of the reasons why I might stay in town." I'm like, oh, John Paul's free the whole weekend. But there's a part of me that was like, maybe John Paul would want to go to San Francisco. Bring him. And I was thinking about trying that that bus where you sleep. Oh no. Oh, you don't think I should? I just I thought you were gonna drive. I think the bus idea is just sounds awful. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I just feel like the people that are on it are people who are like on a budget to get here, so they're like no, the one where you sleep in the cabin is more expensive. Oh god. Not so not mega bus. I'm talking about the one where you sleep and it costs about just as much as flying. Yeah, that's the point. Like why not just fly then, Joey? 
Well, because I tried pricing flights last minute and it was going to be over $300. So it's not the same price as flying. I know. With that stupid button. Let me see. I think it's called like Fly Away. Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. Uh I would never do it. Oh, why? I just wouldn't. I would rent a car and do it maybe. You know, I might rent own. a car. I might rent a car too. But the problem with the car is they, they, they fucking get you on that. They because they, they have that crazy insurance, mm-hmm. um, where like like well your regular insurance might not cover it because oh it's called ride cabin okay. So you have to get this extra insurance like twenty five dollars a day and um, uh, it's awful. You'll see. Hmm. Um, I just came home from the theater, Joey. I wanted to tell you. Yo, yeah, how's that going? Uh, what did you, you go see? Fine. I went and saw a play called Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. It's like a... It was fine. <laughs> I had a good time. That's the one Actually, where they, they made a movie with it with uh, this Glenn Close? No. Um, it's an original, but it's like... It's a... It's kind of like based on many stories, if that makes sense. Like, it's mm-hmm. original, but it's like... A little bit of Shakespeare stuff, mm-hmm. a little bit of the Reese Witherspoon movie by the same title. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like bits and pieces. It was okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, being sick at the theater, though, man. Ugh. Like, oh, I just you, wanted to so you're sleep. Sick. Huh? You're sick. Yeah, I told you I took NyQuil. You Why thought I just took NyQuil for fun? Some people do. Some people take NyQuil just to go to sleep. Oh, God, no. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I'm sick. Um... That's it. That's my story. That's my one story. Right. I'm not joking. Look, I'm going to be stretching the stories this week, too. Even though I think next week I'll have a least of I'm going to the RuPaul's Drag Race finale tomorrow. I'm doing okay. a meetup with people who listen to Afterthought Media shows tomorrow. So I'm sure there'll be a ton of stories, right? Cool. Um, yeah. But from this week, um, I can't really think of anything crazy that happened. You know... I'll just kind of just ramble off until I get to uh, my second story, you know? So let me see. So my mom has this um, weekly meeting of her church friends, right? Yeah. Now, my dad has the same group, too. It's almost like group therapy. There's one for women, one for men. My dad's on Thursdays at the church, and it's literally an hour. It starts at 7, ends at 8, he's home by 8.15, you know? Yeah. My mom does it. It's at our house, and Mike Lawson, it keeps getting longer and longer. Yeah. It was almost four hours on Monday, right? And Mm -hmm. what makes it even harder is there's this rule that, like, my dad and I, either we have to decide we're going to leave or we're going to stay upstairs, but we can't be walking around the house, right? Right. And so uh, on Monday, my dad um, and I, my dad was like, "Do you want to go to Lowe's with me?" And I was already done with being in the prison upstairs. Could we? So here's the, my brother was asking all these questions about it too. We can leave. Does that make sense? So if we've been upstairs, we can leave, but we can't go back. She's want people like going in and out all the time because they talk about very personal things. All right. Okay. So my dad's like, "Do you want to go to Lowe's, the hardware? Or I don't know what you call it, the garden center or whatever, right?" I'm like, yeah, I might as well get out of the house. So I go, and then we go to this Lowe's, we do our thing. But then we realize, you know, when we come back, we can't go back in the house. So now we sit in the backyard, and we can hear them just cackling away in the house. Like, wah, <laughs> you know? And my mom telling stories. Well, I don't know what stories she's telling, right? Yeah. And, uh, Mike, we were just sitting outside, like, uh, homeless people for, like, 
two more hours after that. In the backyard? In the backyard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you, a- wait, do you enter through the garage? You don't have to go into the house? No, we just parked in the driveway and then just walked through the side to the backyard. What do you mean? I don't know. Are you okay? Is, is the NyQuil kicking in? Wait, what do you mean me? I ask a question and it takes you 40 seconds to respond to it. And then you say that I'm, I mean, do you have to cut through the house to get to the backyard? That's a fairly, that's a good question to ask. But it didn't take me 40 seconds to answer it. Are you okay? You paused a long time to answer that. And then you act like I'm a crazy person for answer, asking that. I don't understand why I'm a crazy person for asking if you have to cut through the house to get to the garage. No, I don't have to get through the house to get to the garage. Okay. We can go through the side gate. So, all right, nice catching up with you, Joey. I think you better. I think you better go to sleep. I'm kind of worried. Okay. Um. What else? Uh. And then. Uh, it. Uh. I, oh. So we have. So the, the the fig tree. Okay. Makes these figs, but only like the hot in August, right? I mean, mom wants to make fig jam. She does this thing where she goes, I'm going to make fig jam. I make fig jam, everybody. Yeah, it's called Joey Makes Fig Jam, right? And she just watches me make fig jam. But what I've learned to do is that um, I've learned to do this in, in dry the figs, dehydrate them, and then do when it's cold. Well, of all the batches of figs, we still have two batches of fig jam to make, right? And we're running out of cold weather to make it because it gets hot. So I tell Betty last week, I go, listen, we got to make this fig jam, right? Mike, it was the same story. It was the same thing where, like, she goes, okay, I'm going to make it this time. Halfway through me making it, she leaves? She goes, guy, we're, I'm leaving. Sorry to leave you with the fig jam. And so then I made it. And then she goes, I'll judge you the fig jam later. That's my life, Mike Lawson. Well, I have another story that I'm going to tell later. And then oh, Mother's Day. Did you send your mom a card for Mother's Day? Yeah, I sent them plants. <clears throat> I sent my mom, like, a succulent plant that I bought on Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's what I usually do. I buy, like, a potted plant. It's mm-hmm. cheaper than flowers. And you can, on Amazon, you can get it, like, gift-wrapped and write a little card. So I don't even uh, have to buy a card. And then succulents do well in, in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, potted plants, too. Just, like, I've gotten them all kinds of stuff from... Amazon. So much cheaper than like flowers for your mom.com or whatever. Well, you know, I read an article, I believe it was on Kinja Deals that they did the best online flower places, right? Because huh. they and they try to avoid anything FTD, right? Yeah. And I they had one that was it looked really nice. I went there, it was very reasonable. I was at between forty and fifty dollars for these nice ones. And uh, the people who who's who like uh, suggested this website or this company were like just raved about how the because I guess when you go through these FTD ones like the flowers like one eight hundred flowers like the flowers show up like dead, right? You know, and and so like they're like no these ones are really 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 nice they're really really good but I didn't I I'm not a big buying flowers person even though I really here's one of these things what's my what's your relationship with flowers I'll tell you what I mean I never buy them but when I do when I'm in a room with them or I see them I like being around fresh flowers but I just never buy them. How would you feel if a man bought you flowers? Would that be weird? No, like a love romantic, it. as a romantic gesture. I would love it. Really? You? No, you wouldn't like it. I don't know. I mean, nobody's ever really bought me flowers. I don't think. 
Um, Steve's bu- Steve bought me a few like plants, like from a flower delivery service, but it's like uh-huh. the man section. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I've never really gotten flowers. I don't know how I would feel. It feels a little weird, a little bit. I don't know. I don't love. I don't love the idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Do like you, you I don't mind being room? around them. Do you have any plants in your room? Yeah, I have. Well, here's the thing. I have three plants. And the health of these plants um, kind of ebbs and flows, and mm-hmm. it's directly correlated to my mental health. So, oh, really? Like, so where are they yeah, now? One, well, one of them is kind of – he's outside because I'm trying to rehab him because he was pretty close to death. Okay. <laughs> um, that's where I'm at now. Um, I, I don't have any – I've just gone into gardening, but I do herbs that stay outside. But I've never I done house plants. It. Yeah, I wish I had more outside space to do that. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. I love it, actually. It's very, I find it, I didn't realize it would be that kind of person, but I find it very, very uh, rejuvenating and also calming, and I really very much like it. I don't think I could do, like, traditional gardening, like, in a bed and stuff like that, but, like, container plants, I'm totally down. Yeah. But I want to kind of want to get into, like, house indoor plants. Do it. But are, do you have bug problems or anything like that? No, not at all. Not at all. The one I had one, it's like a little tree. Mm-hmm. It's small. Mm-hmm. But I got it at Ikea. Mm-hmm. And when I brought it home, it was like good and happy. And then when I watered him the first time, mm-hmm. uh, a huge ass spider came out of <gasps> it. Huge. But I brought that home from Ikea. Oh um, yeah. So I've had no plant, pro- no pest problems since then. Do you remember, um, like in the first episode of Catching Up, we were talking about like fucking and like jacking <laughs> off and stuff like that, and going on grinder. Now it's making fig jam, yeah, and plants. Yep, that's my life. I also wanted to tell you, Joey, the um other day i just randomly walk into the kitchen mm-hmm. in the morning yeah. living my life mm-hmm. and i just happen to look up all of a sudden i realize mm-hmm. there are security cameras in my kitchen oh what somebody installed cameras in the kitchen i've also noticed they're they're at the front door nobody's ever told me about it mm-hmm. but there are now cameras in my kitchen mm-hmm. <laughs> is that weird like I don't know. I don't know why, but I feel like I should have been told. Yeah, especially if you're living there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like my kitchen. It's not yeah. like the front door one. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel a little weird about it, and I'm also finding myself like being very aware that he, they're there. So, like when I'm cooking, I'm now like turning my back to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I'm like, well, someone could be watching right now. I don't know what it's hooked up to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's hooked up to, like, the internet for strangers to see. What are they afraid of? I I don't know. And I don't don't understand the kitchen. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. The front door, I kind of understand. Packages. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. People from the street can walk Mm -hmm. in. Sure. Or the backyard, because you had problems in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But Hmm. in the kitchen, it's weird. Yeah. Right? Maybe they suspect the grandma's, like, stealing food or something. But like, it's that's not stealing. It's her kitchen too. I know. I don't, I'm not trying to think. Of, maybe, oh, maybe Mario. <laughs> do you think Mario or you are stealing food? Nobody. I mean, no, no. I don't think so. So why do you think they have? Is the kitchen connected to like a, an outside door? 
Well, I mean, there's a back door that leads to the back of the house. It's mm-hmm. like the the there's a door in the kitchen that leads to the backyard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's very bizarre. And I mean, I'm I'm not mad about it either. It's like a common space. I would be weird if it was like in my bedroom, mm-hmm. but it's a common space. I always wear pants when I'm in the kitchen, you know. So there's nothing weird like that. But yeah. I don't know. I just feel I feel like I should have been told. <laughs> yeah. But I just kind I just find myself like almost like feeling watched all the time now too. So I I don't know. It's just weird. That's my life. Now, you know what? Did you read this news story about this woman? I wish I could remember specifically what she found the camera in. She was at an Airbnb and she happened to be like a, a tech security expert. Mm. And she found a camera. But I remember whatever she found the camera in, I was like, there's no way I would ever realize there was a camera in there. It seems mm. so innocuous. It was like, how would she know there was a camera in there? And you're yeah. always seeing more and more of these people who are like, spying on their airbnb now what's funny and where it's tricky is they're getting arrested because it's an airbnb and they have a camera in there but they could probably make the very valid argument that they're just worried about them like ruining or wrecking their apartment you know it's still wrong but it's not like it it doesn't necessarily mean they're trying to jack off while they watch them you know walk around their place i don't know it's super crazy but i I will tell you this going to an airbnb i would be super suspicious that of course who wants to see me in any that's when they turn off the you know they call me and they go listen to the camera in the vcr <laughs> would you mind turning it off yeah would you, would you would you put a towel <laughs> over it please <laughs> thanks uh so anyway um just so you know if you ever come over everything in the kitchen can be seen but that's the thing why just the kitchen how do i know there's not something in the living room i need to like deck check my place out now because mm-hmm. why not the living room yeah that goes to the front door sure i don't know do you have any news um, stories, Mike Lawson? Or, or I need to move. I need to move. I do have a news story. Oh, then, then hold on. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. All right, go ahead. Mike in uh, Oakland? Joey? Yes? San Francisco is poised to require that stores mm-hmm. accept cash. So cashless stores have started popping up in San Francisco, other cities too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like other cities, uh, including I think the entire state of New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, Philadelphia, and then Boston, Mass, I don't know. Other places too have done this. But basically we're about to get ready to pass some legislation that will require mm-hmm. brick and mortar stores to accept cash. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there are a few that are now right now card only. And at first I thought like, who cares? But I guess it doesn't actually make sense. And this article kind of gets into it. And I think you probably understand this too, but like if you only rec- or if you only take credit or debit, then you're mm-hmm. kind of excluding people that are, without a bank account Mm -hmm. or it's, it's basically a way to kind of get only a specific type of person to come into Mm -hmm. your store. Yeah. Um, but this also, there's a, there's a kind of famous, not famous. There's a popular, uh, fried chicken place up here called the organic coop Mm -hmm. coop. That's, um, that is, uh, cashless that they're kind of making change. And then these Amazon Go stores, which we've talked about in the yes, past. Yes, they are cashless. You're right. Those are cashless. But perhaps reading the tea leaves, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Go is in the process of 
convert converting their stores to mm-hmm. accept cash. Unknown date, but they kind of probably see this becoming a thing. Yeah. Um, discrimination, elitism, that sort of stuff. So, what do you think about it? Like, I mean, I I barely rarely ever use cash anyway. I never have cash. Yeah. So it doesn't really affect my life too much, but I don't, I don't know. I think more often than not, I walk into a place and I'm like, fuck, cash only. Mm-hmm. I don't have cash. It's usually the other way around, right? Yeah, I never have cash. Yeah, in fact, um, I hate cash only places. Fuck those guys. I get so mad. Yeah. It's so hard. We, at my, the job that I work at, we mm-hmm. encounter people from time to time that are cash only in their lives. And I'm not talking like, Maybe like um, undocumented people or, you know, people who are kind of like afraid to bank for, mm-hmm. I would say, like pretty legitimate reasons. I think it's usually like um, kind of like crazy people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like cash only people tend to be a little bit like shoebox under the bed kind of folks mm-hmm. with all their money in it. Um, I've encountered a few at my job. So what if so you you work at a theater and like typically people buy tickets to the theater nowadays with cards? What what is the protocol? If someone wants to like I don't want to use a card. I want to pay cash. Well, they I mean like at a box office you can do that. That's okay. fine. Mm-hmm. We even offer a discount for it. But what we don't do is like a season subscription in cash. Oh, like that's wait, wait. only kind of like a check or credit card transaction. But they can go like, get like a money order and something like that, right? I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just can't really imagine how somebody – how difficult life must be if you're doing cash only because there's things like that. How do you Uber? How do you pay? You, and you know what? There's so many things that I do that I couldn't do in cash, don't you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, but those people, they just don't do that stuff. Yeah, that's weird. Um, did you have a news story you wanted to tell me? I sure do, Mike Lawson. Chef's Table star Virgilio Martinez interrogated at LAX over duffel bag full of frozen piranhas. Last week, acclaimed chef Virgilio Martinez flew into Los Angeles International Airport with a duffel bag full of frozen vacuum-sealed piranhas from his native Peru. Martinez owns Central, a popular and influential restaurant in Lima, and arrived ready to prepare his piranha at two Los Angeles Times Food Bowl festival events. This ordeal turned out to be one interesting moment in customs. And so basically, they're like, no, 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 right? And he's going to go to these really swanky restaurants, okay? Yeah. And then they open the, the package, and there's... Um, the the customs people described as bones and flesh. Okay, um, but uh, everything ended well. He was able to get back to the restaurant in time and make his salad with piranha meat at a sold out event. Would you ever, ever eat anything with piranha? No, as a vegetarian, probably not. Mm-hmm. But I mean. What's the difference between piranha, piranha and salmon except for like one's – well, I guess poisonous. But also one is just more accepted. I don't – the whole like eat one species over another is just really weird to me. I don't know. I'm looking at this fish. It's so gross looking with teeth. Ugh. Yeah. We eat a lot of gross stuff though. I don't know. I Like the difference between like a pig and I don't know. A guinea pig. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, they're they're both. It's both. It's gross to eat both, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my opinion. I know that people get very, very uh, defensive when I express my opinion about 
eating animals. Well, we have but some vegetarians there in the chat room, like John Marti is there. I don't know if anybody else in the chat room is is vegetarian, but uh, I'm just saying, like I I have no problem eating any kind of flesh. But looking at that piranha, I was like, ooh, no, it's just scary. Ugh, yeah. no, like eating a monster. It's just weird how like we so like as a kid, I learn, oh, don't hurt my mom, don't hurt my dad, don't hurt my sister, right? And then that goes, oh, don't hurt other kids don't hurt other people and then it's like oh don't hurt cats and don't hurt dogs like the circle just gets larger and larger as i grow but then eventually it just stops and we're like yeah but that animal's fine do you know what i mean like it's strange to me i'm not and it's not judgment i just don't understand like the line seems super arbitrary to me Mm -hmm. like chickens cows and pigs are totally fine but then the mention of like a dog to some people you know what i mean or a horse like and I don't – I'm not saying one's right, one's wrong. I'm saying it just feels super arbitrary where we draw these lines, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. And so piranami, yeah, it's weird, but – No, I would never do I it. I feel like it's – there's a lot of weird shit that we do that is just normal because we do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Any other news – any other – not news stories. Any other stories from your personal life, Mike Lawson? I know I have one after breakfast story that I'm going to tell that Mm -hmm. is kind of a follow up of a really old story. Do you remember Mario? I'm this is a tease. Mm -hmm. You remember Mario went on a date with one of my coworkers? Oh, yeah. Yes. I want to say more details than I remember, but I I can't. Okay, It's been a minute. Well, I have an update to that. And that's going to happen after breakfast. Uh, But that's all I got. It's been a pretty, I mean, eventful in this after breakfast story was actually uh, like I was, I don't know, consumed by it all week. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of my week. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not something I want a permanent record of because it's kind of work related. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Okay. My next story. I want the record to show, especially since I see someone in the chat room who I happen to know for a fact knows about this. Uh, I'm in a story that may seem a little uncomfortable because you're like, um, does Joe have permission to tell this story? But in talking to this person, I was not only given express permission to tell the story, but was requested to tell the story because I even okay. offered to tell the story after breakfast. And he was like, no, you can do the regular show. And I was like, all right. So, okay. um, Lawson, you and I have a mutual friend through the Pride 48 community, okay? We do. Yeah, Yeah, I know who you're talking about. You already know who I'm talking about. And he reached out to me earlier in the week, and this floored me, okay? This floored me. Everyone should know there are a few podcasters out there who we have a private group chat that, I mean, literally, I shouldn't even say that. We talk to each other maybe once uh, every few months, right? Okay. On this private group chat for like a, a hot minute. But uh, he hadn't been around in a while, but I didn't even think about it, but I know him from this private group chat. And all of a sudden, I get this text message from him, and he's like, hey, Joe Batance, I'm in your city. I'm like, oh, in great. Okay. I'm in L.A. He doesn't goes, live in L.A. Does not live in L.A. Lives in another part of the country. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he says to me, he goes, uh, I can have visitors now, and I got my phone back. Okay. He's very oblique like this. And I go, phone back visitors? <laughs> like, what are, are you, you talking about? Yeah. yeah, I go, where are you? He goes, I'm San in... San Quentin. I'm in rehab. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, he's in rehab. And he goes, and I can have visitors, and I would like you to come visit me. He can have visitors on Sundays, right? In fact, I've just... 
I've just arrived back from visiting this person. Okay. Okay. So, um, of course, I was going to go visit. I just felt bad because he has to get permission to have me come visit. Mm-hmm. But it. Oh, oh. I, uh, here's what's funny. It, go ahead. Do we? Uh, am I spoiling your story? Is it drugs or alcohol? Like, what's rehab for? It's for know? drugs. Yes, I think. I, well, if he okay. wants me to tell, I could tell you. Okay. It's for meth. Okay. Yeah. Now. Last time I saw him, admittedly, it's been a moment. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't guess he was on meth then. Is this like something new that happened, or is it something I just didn't realize when I saw him last? I don't think when you saw him last, I know he probably had done it, but had was not a problem when you saw him. If he did, okay, it. yeah, if yeah. he did it, I don't, I'm not sure. Gotcha. But it's it's something that's been like only like a two or three year old problem. Okay. And what's funny is, so I see him out in the street when I park, right? Oh, how about this, though? So he text messages me like, yeah, I just got my phone back today. I have, like, limited phone time that I can use it. And I was like, oh, okay. And he he tells me the address of his rehab. And it's a very famous street in Los Angeles. And I go, want to hear an interesting story about the street you're on? And then he immediately goes... He replied, no. Yeah. He immediately (laughs) goes like, sorry, phone time's up. Bye. Aw. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So then um, then I I only hear from... Because he only gets it for limited time. I get like random text messages from here and there. So yesterday, yesterday, Mike Lawson, um, he... So then he sent me me a text message on Thursday or Friday. Never mind. You can't visit me this week. I don't know if I can have visitors. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. Then, like, yesterday in the afternoon, I got a text message. It's like, never mind. You got approved. I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? It's Mother's Day. I don't even know. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so I was so stressed out, Mike Lawson, that, like, what if the Mother's Day thing went over? And I couldn't. But it turned out I was able to go. But I knew I couldn't be able to get a hold of him because he only gets his phone for a limited time during the day. So I head over to the rehab. And uh, he's standing around outside with his visitor who's in before me. He was scheduling it. And we make small talk, and it's funny because he was like, um, you know, I, I, he, he goes, I just want to tell you I had a meth problem. And I go, he goes, don't judge me. And I go, I won't judge you. I go, I've... Yeah. Yeah. I have experience. Like, oh, that's right. You do have experience with it. But and also, I, like, you're here fixing it. Like... Yeah, that's what I said. That's you know what, what I mean? Like, problems are problems. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, this one this is a big one, and you're working through it. Well, he was telling me about people in his life who don't seem to understand that. I don't know if I want to get too much into his personal sure. life. Sure. Right? Well, that's but, a bummer, but, you know... Yeah, but I, I was saying, like, why would you treat it like that? To me, it's a disease. It's like saying, like, oh, you broke your arm? I'm going to punish you. <laughs> like, you have a disease. <laughs> like a broken arm. <laughs> Oh, okay, like, I, I understand what you're saying. Like though. cancer, yeah. like it's not your fault, right? Yeah, right. And so, uh, but I had a very pleasant time. We're going to be hanging out every Sunday while he's in oh, town. Nice, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And after, not this next Sunday, but after that, uh, he can actually leave the premises, so oh, we can start going out places. And uh, I know a really good meth den down the street. <laughs> this is a weird compliment, and I hope it comes off as a compliment. Mm-hmm. I feel like your personality. Is perfect for someone in rehab. <laughs> yeah, why is that? Because you're a talker and a listener. You do both of those things really, really well. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need – right now what he needs is just like someone who can like sit and listen to him, someone who will tell him stories. He can tell – you know what I mean? Like that's something you're really good at and I feel like that 
could be really good for him right now. Yeah. He doesn't need someone to go to a bar or you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm like, let's go get tacos. That's right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So um what's so funny though is is and this is not selfish, it just works out this way. His rehab is right. I mean, like Mike, I could walk there from the movie theater I go with to with John Paul every Sunday. Okay. So it's super convenient. Mm-hmm. You know? Like uh, I could totally go to see a movie before or after I visit him, and it'd be perfect. So it's, it's like it's actually it works out very, very, very well. That's but, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And, he, and by the way, I want to say he looks fantastic. Good. He looks amazing. He looks good. He looks healthy. He looks stronger. But it's, if anybody, if, if, if you, it's one of these things. If you're listening, you either know him, and so you know what I'm talking about, or you don't know him. And so let me explain. I was so shocked, like floored, like literally you could have knocked me over with a feather, Mike Lawson, when he told me he was in rehab. Hmm. Would you agree? I mean, I, I it's, sh- I guess, shocking, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it could happen to anyone I know. Yeah. Like, there's very few people where I'm like, I could, like, I, there are very few people who I cannot talk to for six months and then find out they're in rehab and be, you know, super floored. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to the guy in a while. I don't know him that well. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, best friends. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, how's he like health wise though? Like things are good. Is he, yeah, I don't know how he doesn't much have like the, him. yeah, he doesn't have like the Jonathan psychosis. Like I talked about it. Does he, is he still connected to like the ex-boyfriend or are they exes? I don't know. He's married. And they're still married? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. You and I can talk privately if you want. <laughs> um, cool. Is there, like, what, like, when you go to a rehab center, is it, like, visiting your mom at her old job? You know what? So, I'm a, kind of, kind of. You know what's so funny is... Uh, I actually thought it was a really kind of cute little rehab. It's like basically a house or like, a, not a house, but like a, a lot of houses, not a lot of houses, but you know, like, <laughs> you know, a, a subdivided house and we call those subdivided houses. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you would never know it's a rehab driving from the, in, on the street. Right. There's no like big sign. No, 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 no. And it's mm-hmm. a gay rehab. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a gay rehab. And so all these little, you know, family walking around and you know all sorts of people lesbians trans people gay men and um i'm gonna tell you something he was showing me his rehab schedule i'm like i kind of want to go to rehab it seems like a dream stop no i'm not even joking like it's like wake up at like seven do yoga have breakfast and then the whole day is just being in like group therapy and then you know lunch and dinner and then they have an outing and it's all, then i'm you know uh like a just informal talk session after and you go to bed they tried to make me go to gay rehab yeah i said no 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 so uh yeah so it looks like i think he's doing well let's hope and pray Good. for him and uh I'm glad you're going to visit regularly too. I think that that would be good for him. I I I, I like that you're there for him. I think yeah. that's really nice. Thank and you. it's nice that you're close enough to actually do it. Yeah, no, thank you. Will you tell him I said hi? I, I will tell him he said well. hi. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell him yeah, you guys said hi. I'll tell everyone in the chat room says hi. He he'd be very t- The only thing he, Oh, you know what? You know what kind of offended me? 
What? He goes, so I was telling him things. He goes like, what? I go, girl, this is on the podcast, right? Yeah. And then he goes, listen to this. And this is going to make this guy's day. This is going to be the the beginning of his show next week. He goes, oh, sorry. Because of the meth, I stopped listening to all podcasts a year ago. Except for Fatty. Huh? Yeah. So he listens to Fatty daily. That's nice. Look, look, he had had to take meth to to get through Big Fatty every day. No. <laughs> no, if you're on meth, Big Fatty still seems normal. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh At least I'm not Big yeah. Fatty, right? So that's that's probably, so nice. Yeah. He was he's always been a huge Big Fatty fan. Though, and then and you know? what's so what's so funny, he's what's so yeah, he has. What's so funny is he's telling me how like, you know, his commitment to rehab is really important, right? And he's really committed. There's other issues going on that, you know, it's like, even though that is something's tempting, he's not going to go through with it because he's so committed to rehab, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the woman comes by, the lesbian, and she goes, oh, you can have your phone for like an hour. And he goes, and that's when like, uh, he was like, can I call my mom and stuff like that? So a lot of that was uh, our our visiting time that time was that, that, right? And then he goes, "Um, I see him open a podcast app. Mm -hmm. Right. And he starts like, he goes to Big Fatty's picture on his podcast app. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm downloading as many Big Fatty episodes as I can because my room is next to the closet that has all the phones. And I have w- Bluetooth wireless headphones in there. And I'm going to uh. sneak them out and listen to Fatty during the night. Aww. And I go, one, don't get in trouble in rehab. Right. Right? So don't, don't risk yeah. that. Two, can you imagine that you're at this rehab and your roommate is and you just hear like, hey, yeah. And you're like, oh no, I'm hearing voices again. Right? And it's just him cackling and listening to Poodle McNoodle and uh, the Dahara Hotel and all this. Like, is story. there anything you you can do to help him like solve this like can you bring in a week worth of fatty on like a usb That's or something i suggested can... that i go well, i you know i can bring you like i maybe i'll try that next time i can bring you a flash drive of podcasts and he yeah. goes oh maybe i don't either i'll look into that he's like, i don't know if i'm allowed to bring that in i go cut to i go they're all afterthought media podcasts cut to you force him to patreon subscribe he's already a patreon <laughs> subscriber oh good yeah <laughs> Well, in that case, you owe it to him. Yeah, and he, and he yeah. and, and he laughed, and then I go. Uh, he goes, "What's Afterthought Media?" <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, "You work here, right?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh God!" So that's why I love is that he's gonna break the rules of the rehab so that he can get his big fatty fix. So I mean, is media? banned or is it the phone that's banned you know what i mean like i feel like the reason the phones are banned is because it's a communication device and it's not necessarily yeah. that they're banning him listening oh so to what if i bring him, like an ipod shuffle he would well, say it again what if i bring him like an ipod shuffle yeah if he's allowed it you should see if he's allowed that. i'll bring it and then he can ask while i'm there yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, i think that would be so nice yeah yeah the ipod shuffle is just all my shows <laughs> right um you know what? He's been having trouble go to sleep, going to sleep. Do you still have episodes of what someone call lies? Ha. Huh. 
<laughs> we we did commiserate over our sleep problems. Um, he's a really good man. I really am sad that he's going through this, but also mm-hmm. happy that he is, you know, at a place where he's now communicating with the real world and kind wait, of like it sounds wait. like he's gotten through some some. Hold darkness. on for a second. Hold on. John Martinez says I used his name at minute forty one. He might have. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about him like he's he is him. You know what I mean? So if you did it. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go and look. He, By the way, for the record, by the way, for the record, if it slips, he gave me full permission. I know. And I happen to know he's told Big Fatty to do the same. Okay. Right? So, oh, you, John Marti's right. You did say, imagine your roommate is. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'll go back and find that. Thank you, John Marti. But, um... But he, I'm not too worried because he gave me full permission to say whatever I wanted. And he's told Fatty to spread the word. Okay. Probably just wants to hear well, his name on Fatty's show while he's at night, you know, secretly yeah. listening to Big Fatty's show. By the way, didn't say, like, I'm trying. You would think in front of me, in front of me, he would download Catching Up or RuPaul's Drag Race recap, right? No, just Fatty. And I go, and I even called him on it. I said, oh, you're just downloading Fatty's show? And he's like, Yeah. I wish him nothing but the best, and I hope that he – he'll never hear this, by mm-hmm. the way, but I wish him nothing but the best and hope that he recovers fully and is strong as he wants to be, as strong as he wants to be. Big Fatty says something in the chat room. He says that he uses the guy's full name tomorrow. So if you want to okay. hear, hear full name, listen to Big Fatty online tomorrow. And then he, Fatty says he wants to be on his opening. And, and I wanted to say, I bet he does. Thank you. You're welcome. What, what minute <laughs> is that? Because I know I intentionally use his name. Okay. What else is going on with you? Any other stories you wanted to tell me? Or are no, we done? that's it. I can't believe we stretched this out to 47 minutes. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'm surprised I made it. I'm really close to death. Yeah. Um, all right, Joey. Well, it was really nice catching up with you. I cannot wait to catch up with you again next week. All right. Go to hell, Mike. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. <laughs> <laughs>